You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor turned Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. Hey, here we are. So my guest today is frequently described as a fearless leader. <laughs> I'll go there first in a moment. Uh, but uh, whether that's a true statement or not, he is a financial guru with humble beginnings, a phoenix from the ashes of the foothills of Kentucky, if you will. In addition to his own coaching business, he has built an all-powerful, all-encompassing social empire I'm not sure if those descriptions are entirely accurate, but it is an extremely cool and significant network on LinkedIn. <clears throat> it's not just a social club. Much more than that is a lot of business. A lot of business connections are being made there. Money's being made there. It's called the Hounds of Business. He's a very charismatic and influential voice adorned with a modest camouflage boonie hat. He joins me from just outside his outhouse in Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome to the program, Mike Asherbrenner. Thank you so much, Mark Reed. I hope you don't send me an invoice for that uh, that Apollo Creed style induction, man. That, was, <laughs> that introduction was awesome. How are you? I'm good. I'm even better now that you're finally here. I, uh, I, you know, I've been trying to get you on this program for months, Mike, and I just I'm so glad you finally showed up. So, so really, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll go with that. Are yeah, let's go with that. Are are you fearless? Because that's amazing. I don't know why, but the hounds so often in the comments of LinkedIn Lives are like, our fearless leader. Mike. I think Christine Bell even described you that way when she introduced you on her LinkedIn Live. So question one, let's put this baby to rest. What does actually scare Mike Asherbrainer? I'm afraid of heights and large hornets. So what, how about you? Spiders, man. Big spiders. I've really? been going to the crawl space and uh, check out some stuff. And every year I'm like, ah, oh, it's spider season. Uh, so I'll probably get up in there in February. That, that's about it. Spiders yeah. and um, a lack of hope. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of that too. I, I, I doubt it'll alleviate your <clears throat> your fear, but I, I happen to know about spiders. And I'll tell you why. Um, I had a pet tarantula when I was a college student for years. <clears throat> and uh, I learned a lot about spiders. Other than where you are, probably the uh, brown recluse and black widow, you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, they're, they're harmless, generally speaking. So I'm not going to tell you the part where I, I scream like my daughters and run away because that, that wouldn't be cool. We, dude, we I, mean, this out like I mentioned those hornets. I said large hornets. I didn't develop that fear until I got to Japan. There are these monster size. I mean, they look like they should be something that Godzilla – is going to battle in a Japanese Godzilla movie. <laughs> These like a hummingbird size. Yeah, they are. They are practically hummingbird yeah. size. We don't have hummingbirds. We just have like nasty, lethal hornets. <laughs> they put a chemical plant where my dad's house was, so we'd have like deformed, mutated animals, like or bugs <laughs> and insects. So we've had. I, I did. I had a. I was like, is that a bird in my house? Pretty sure it was a hornet, um, but it mutated. Mm. So mm. we have mutations out here, man. It's great. That might explain a little bit about you, Mike, and that's a good segue to my next question. Uh, tell us a little about your upbringing in Kentucky and how it influenced your values and work ethic. I, too, come from Humble Stock in Alabama, so I can already relate a bit, but give us some of your background. 
Yeah, the shorter version is, you know, I'm kind of a pink neck. So uh, 51% in the country, and I moved back and forth, right, to inner city. I was in the suburbs, and I was in the country. Obviously, enjoy the country because I ran back really fast, right? But, um, yeah, my values came from, you know, my childhood wasn't great, and I had uh, parents that were less becoming. My dad was an alcoholic, and so uh, I saw what not to do in life, right? Yeah. And then I saw my grandparents, though, were the the example of what you could be, right? Mm -hmm. Always go to church, you know, did everything for the community and the family. And so that's really where it came from is, is my grandparents, uh, obviously very country as well. And, and other folks, you know, other family members. Uh, but that's really where the, the value system comes from is just seeing a good example and what not to do. Very polarizing in my life yeah. um, and calls for some issues having to deal sure. with that bad side of life growing up. Um, <laughs> but it led ultimately to what you see today. Right. And all the good things we do. It's good. Well, it's good. You took that direction with it. I just saw something the other day that was that I, I thought was enlightening. And, and uh, someone was saying that, like, you don't call. There's a lot of problems in your life you don't cause, but they would still are your problems and you have to deal with them. And, you know, she was talking about an alcoholic parent. She said, did I did did I cause my mom to be an alcoholic? And, you know, no, obviously but is that a problem I have to deal with? Yeah. So she was talking about instead of focusing on the why, you know, oh, why poor me do I have this problem? If you would take that energy and focus on the solution, then it sounds like that's what you did from the beginning. Well, eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. Better late than never, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. So you are now a financial coach, but financial knowledge did not always come easy, right? Uh, tell us about the turning point. You faced bankruptcy 13 or 14 years ago, but that led you to a mentor. Tell us about that. And I, I do want to ask about your mentor here in a bit. So I did what I was supposed to do to be successful, right? I got a good job, went to school. I got two degrees, overly educated pink neck. That's what I am, Mark. So <laughs> I, I did all the things I was supposed to do and live the dream, right? Um, but looking back, I never really defined success for myself. I, I did what my brother had did, and, you know, done, and, and I went and got a computer degree and all that stuff. So I was working night shift at a giant company, a union worker driving a tug, and I just graduated, wasn't using it. And my wife and I bought our first starter home um, when we were 27 years old. We just got married. Mm-hmm. So I did all the right things, and but I was working this dead-end job at night shift, right? We bought this new little starter home. Uh, I worked my tail off for it. What $86,000, what nothing special. Um, but it was six years old. It was everything we worked for. And two years into us being there, not even two years, there was a drought and the foundations had issues. Come to find out the guy built them without rebar and all kind of other stuff to cut corners. And he would just get rid of the business, start a new one. So that was the culmination of all my hard work, doing everything I was supposed to do, get good grades, blah, 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 go to school. Right. Uh, was being pretty much, out. I mean, I'm filing bankruptcy. That was the only way to get out of that house, Mark. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the, the worst thing I've ever encountered. That's not what you work hard for. Uh, so I was with my cousin. We were playing cards, hanging out. And I remember like it was yesterday. He pulled out this folder. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to pay my house off in eight years and all this stuff and retire at 65. And I said, man, get away from me. You must be drunk. Get the hell away from me. It's exactly what I told him. And so he had the guy call me anyway. That ended up being my mentor. Right. And, and I just met with him because I've never heard of a financial guy wanting to work with a broke person, right? So I was curious. <laughs> and my cousin was goofy. Yeah, my cousin's goofy, <laughs> but, you know, he's trustworthy. So, And then number three, dude, I'm filing bankruptcy. What the hell is he going to do? That's like getting blood from a turnip. Even if right. he is foul, I'm filing bankruptcy. 
So all those led for me to realize that I wasn't stupid. Business school didn't teach me what I needed to know. I made poor choices or less than choices because I didn't have the information to make a better choice. Simple as that. Yeah. And so once I caught on, I was very skeptical. I went out, ran around and started talking to people and, you know, it kind of gained some traction. Uh, but that's, that's really, you know, what inspired it, it because other people make bad decisions because they haven't been educated. And that's a damn shame. And, it, and I, I'm, I'm set out to fix that. That's awesome. Uh, is your mentor still around today or do you talk to him? Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, it went a few years ago where I was helping him run his back office and training and all the good stuff. Oh. Um, but then I decided in December just to go off on my own. But yeah, sure. we're still great friends. You know, that guy, he saw something in me. There was no monetary gain for this guy. I mean, it was, huh. I was, I don't know why to this day he put that time into me, uh, but he did it. And, and that's what kind of drives me with what we'll talk about earlier with the hounds and stuff. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason why this guy invested in it. Yeah. I was broke. I was miserable. I resisted. Uh, and if he didn't do that, man, my life would not be what it is today. Yeah. My, <clears throat> I have a, a business. I had a business. He's no longer with us, but I had a business mentor in my life, a guy named Steve Hanna. And uh, I learned two, I learned a lot of lessons from him. I turn, I, well, when I think about it, there's two really valuable ones that like just go straight to the top. Uh, and they're huge life lessons, not just business lessons. But uh, one was uh, to just, Go ahead and do do it. Do something before you even have it figured out. And it, just a brief story where that one really became clear to me. The guy had he had a plant nursery. I worked there for him, and um, uh, he ordered a a forklift. It was a big plant nursery. It was like four acres, so it was a large one. And um, he ordered a forklift. The point is, he ordered a forklift. And he had no way to get it on the ground. He had no way because it was coming in on like a flatbed flatbed truck. And they had no way to get it off the truck onto the ground because that flatbed would not level up with his loading dock. And he ordered it and it was coming in like two days. <clears throat> so my job one day, he was like, Mark, I need you to go find me a loading dock around here, around the neighborhood, around this. Like it was on a kind of high. It was like Highway 280 in Birmingham. It's like uh, so there's all these businesses and stuff. He's like, I need you to just go around and find me a loading dock. And then because I'm going to need you to drive this forklift down the street and i'm like what are you talking about steve <laughs> you ordered a forklift and you don't have any way to get it and he explained that i don't have a way to get it on the ground i'm like why did you buy it and he's like ah, we'll figure that out later these days work is in trouble we've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries and with that we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things american giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide they make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. And he did, I started noticing he did that stuff all the time. He would just like, he would do something without knowing how he was going to do it. And he would just do it. And then he would find a way. I Lo and behold, I found a loading dock nearby and had to drive like a quarter of a mile on the, on the highway with this forklift, getting it to his business. Yeah. But we did it and he got it. He got what he wanted. So that was lesson one, you know, and then two is just is the obvious one. Surround yourself with good people. 
Uh, what are your big takeaways from, from your mentor like that? You know, he said the same thing to me, like a parrot, man. He said, just do it all the time. Just do it. You know, well, this is going to happen. That sucks. He said, well, just do it anyway. You know, like do it. it's same thing. And, it, and, you know, again, it just proves the fact, um, courage comes before confidence. Hmm. I wish the hell I understood that before. I mean, you know, I'll, what if I look stupid? I don't know. You probably will. Just have the courage to do it. You're talking to a guy in a camo hat that sits across the table from multimillionaires. <laughs> do you think that was an easy decision? Hell no, it was not. Uh, so just just do stuff. You can, yeah. you can not do it later. Just chest drive, check everything out, be curious, be, be you know, childlike, man, like kindergarten. That, mm. That's a better way to approach it. And then as you get better and you start trying things, you throw some shit against the wall, whatever sticks, you examine it. You know, refocus, try again. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. All my education, it was as simple as that. Not easy, but very simple. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't learn it until I, in my mid twenties, basically, but it did change my life. I have definitely done, I mean, starting a podcast, I did that without knowing what the hell I was doing here. And here we are. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, people still watch us. Yeah. I, I, I've actually grown. So tell people what, people who are listening who might not be aware, what, what is the hounds of business? Uh, you know, what, what are the principles of, of the pack of the hounds pack? What, what is the mission statement? If you will, what are the core values? Yeah, you know, I mean the basics, right? Honesty, integrity, but the two main pillars, I guess would be reciprocity and kindergarten skills, man. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, you gotta remember the, the reason I started this, you know, how Chris Rock jokes about uh, Zuckerberg making Facebook because he, he didn't have no friends. Right. Well, that's why I created the hounds, man. So COVID hit, they told me I couldn't go out and play anymore. Well, that's how I prospected, talk to clients, refer, right? Face to face. So it was either be homeless or, you know, get a real job or something. Yeah. And, and so I went, I did, a, a lot of us did this. We went on uh, social media and we started pitch slapping and spamming because we didn't know how to do it right. Right. And that was me, right? Two years of trying to go out there and just bother people. You know, so through that experience, it was attraction versus repelling, right? When it comes to social, when it comes to any type of selling networking, doesn't matter. I see no difference, Mark, none. And dog parks, business, and dating. That's what I tell people. <laughs> so the whole thing was, is, is I decided that instead of being one more schmuck out there trying to sell insurance or help people with, you know, finances or investments or whatever, how about I help somebody grow on LinkedIn? I figured it out, mm -hmm. you know, at that point. So I just start loving on people. And guess what? I, I didn't, I didn't pitch them. I didn't talk about finance, nothing. I talked about, I became a dating coach, like impromptu, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I was teaching people LinkedIn, but you know what happened? I forge deep relationships, man, friendships, honesty, and all that. No like and trust. Right. And when the market went down and, and uh, people wouldn't help them, guess who they flocked to? Yeah. So that's good. Reciprocity, honesty, integrity, um, and, and have a willingness to grow, man. We, we accept people where they're at. There's too many, too many bullying and too much, you know, garbage for us. Yeah. You know, come as you are, but we're going to grow together. We do yeah. expect people, we want to win and that's what it's about. So, uh, kindergarten skills yeah I, and i can I, I can attest to uh to it that it's a diverse group there's healthcare professionals there's uh zen podcasters there's you know <laughs> there's all kind of folks in there and uh um it's it's a great group that's why i said in the intro you know i it is in some respects a, a social club but it is also a business network uh i mean it's really probably a business network first but there's it it's not all business. It is fun too. <laughs> There's a lot of social aspects to it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, why why do they have to be separate? Why? I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I put in extra work, extra care, and determination when that person's a friend of mine, and I mm. I genuinely care about their well being. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We all have our clients' best interests, but mm. when you're in the middle, I mean, when you're talking about you know somebody daughter tried to commit suicide, dude. I mean, you don't hide, you don't open that up in the in the average business anything. Right, right. But I'm telling you, nothing could could solidify a relationship, uh, and even business relationship like that. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of redneck Camelot that I envisioned. I had no idea it was going to work. And now we're going international. It's yeah. amazing. man. People like you in there that believe in that, you know, you want to be, you don't want to look over your shoulder all the time. Yeah. You want to, you want to be in a room with people that are like-minded, have good hearts and have your best interests at stake. That's what we created, Mark. That's awesome, man. You've been a part of building that. Well, I'm going to, in a little bit, I'm going to, uh, we're going to tell people how they can become a part of it. Uh, before that though, I do a little segment called five minutes in where I ask folks about their version of mindfulness being present or even just how they unwind and get peace uh, of mind in this chaotic world of bad news, warring politics, pandemics, and whatnot. So here's my question for you. Give us some redneck Zen. And what I mean by that is that believe it or not, there's a lot of similarity in the way that you and I grew up and in Japanese Zen here on the other side of the planet. Seriously, we embrace simplicity, uh, the tranquility of rural living. We connect with nature. We adopt a laid back and unpretentious attitude. Give us a nugget of redneck Zen wisdom. That's why I brought my poster boards out. I write this stuff down. <laughs> I've been told to. Well, you could spray Lysol on a dog turd. But it's still a dog turd. That is very. You know sick. what that means? That's a koan right there. <laughs> yeah, that that means I can't wait for it. Someone's going to make a course about how to be authentic in ten days or some shit, right? Like <laughs> I can't wait for it. Listen, if your shit stinks, let them know that. That that's why the Hounds community with diverse, successful people, new people doesn't matter. Right? We recognize, it. man. There's no ego involved. That that's the whole thing, right there. Mm. No ego involved. There you go. And, um, letting go. You want another one? I think I got another. Sure. One. Wait. What was that one again? If you if you spray Lysol on a dog turd, it's yeah. still a dog turd. I got you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is a modern day koan right there. That's just like you know, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Yeah, dude. I, I don't make it. I just I just say crazy stuff. I can't do it on command. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. but yeah. Well. It's, it's that Southern uh, fortune cookie, discount fortune cookie. Right I'm there. telling you, man, it, it ain't far off. It, it, it's probably at the root of why I, I uh, you know, am interested in Zen philosophy because I'm like, well, it's pretty much the same things I grew up with. Um, well, Mike, what you got going on now? You've always got something going on. Are you writing a book yet or where can people find you? How can they find out about how to become a part of the hounds of business? Yeah, the best way is LinkedIn. Right. Okay. Redneck Financial Coach, Mike Asherbrander, or you can just go to redneckfinancialcoach.com. Right. You can find me there. Probably okay. easiest thing. You won't forget it. Redneckfinancialcoach.com. Um, I'm also on YouTube, but just hit it up. Hit me up from there. We help and we're we're, we're sitting around LinkedIn right now, but we're not going to stay there. Mm. There's so much more going on and we're evolving. Great people are joining us. So if you're looking to grow your business, uh, the hardest thing you could do is get a network but it's the most valuable thing you you can have. Right. So we allow the right professionals with the right heart attitude, people who are trustworthy. You can use our network to build your net worth, right? You don't have, you know, it, it's a community full of people and you can vibe with somebody and there's mm. massive collaborations going on. I mean, you've seen them, right? We have a radio yep. show, a TV network, 
think things are going crazy over there. Yep. Uh, but we all are, are entrepreneurs, small business owners, uh, and we want to grow. So there's yeah. new people in there transitioning, entrepreneurs, but there's people in there who are successful. Or well-established, yeah. Million ain't enough. Yeah, yeah they want to do another five million, right? They want to op open up nonprofits. So, yeah, all good-hearted people that want to grow. And, uh, you know, you just might not fit in anywhere else. Mm. And test drivers, check us out, man. Yeah. Uh, and if it we're not for you, keep going. Keep going until you find it. I'm tired uh, of people being stuck. Most of my life have been stuck. That, it's the reason why, I'm, you know, I asked you on, man. I, I want to promote it because I'm a part of it as well. And uh, it is a diverse community. It's fun. We do a lot of fun stuff. And uh, um, so I will link all that stuff in the show notes. If you're listening to this, just wherever you listen to it, you know, you can uh, I'll I'll put Mike uh, Mike's LinkedIn link. And then I'll also link the website as well. There you go. Go to redneckfinancialcoach.com. And uh, check Mike out. Check out the Hounds of Business on LinkedIn. So do that first. And then after you do that, and, um, and you got three bucks lying around, I know you do, go over to zensamich.com and join this network. You can join Patreon and, and be a monthly supporter. Or if maybe you're not comfortable doing it monthly. Hey, just a one-time uh, donation of three or five bucks. Buy me a cup of coffee, man. It, it just uh, it, it makes my day. Every little bit helps. Mike, thank you so much for your time today. Always a pleasure speaking with you, my friend. Yes, sir, man. Honor being here anytime. Uh, anytime you want to come back to my show, man, you're royalty. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks, brother. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.